Okay, good. So everything looks good. Minus my haircut, man. I'm so annoyed. Like I, now that I'm actually looking at it, there's literally nothing to the front. It's like it's not the worst, but it's like, damn, that was the whole purpose of getting the haircut. You mean nothing to the front, meaning like the lineup? Yeah, like I wanted to keep the widow's peak, but it's like nothing there, nothing there. Like it just this is what the hairline was before, which is fine hairline. I like the hairline. However, I kind of I like it so much I want to get touched up, and I didn't notice it during the barbershop visit. So okay, so look, what kind of barbershop did you go to? Did you go to a fair skin barbershop? A fair skin? Oh uh, no, no, it's 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 a barbershop where there's a light skin Jermaine and a dark skin Jermaine. So you take the guess. Um, <laughs> they go by okay. that. They're like, which one? When I call for the appointments, like which version? I'm like, I'll go with dark. Um, yeah, should should have went light this time, huh? Yeah, it's truthfully, man, Dominicans, they always they've always been great with my hair. It's like Dominicans are good with black hair. I find I get better haircuts from Dominicans than black barbers. There I said it. Whoa. That yeah, was the most bro, we've been doing this podcast for years. Yeah. That was the wildest take you've ever took. I'm aware it was pretty hot. <laughs> yeah, man, the Bronx was all Dominicans. And they always did a phenomenal job, even with the afro too. And like Typically, black barbers, they do well sort of thing. And like this barber, he's done phenomenal in bass. It's just, I don't know, man. That's kind of wild. It's like, that's like the forefront of the whole hair. That's like the whole thing. And I, I just see, didn't recognize it. I see what you're talking about. And that, that probably why when I said to you, I was like, oh, man, you look rough. That's probably why you were like, wait, I just got a haircut. But it's like, because I'm looking right here and I don't see. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I wouldn't say I look <laughs> rough, but like, it's... <laughs> I meant I meant you look rough because it was the morning time and you looked like you just woke up. Uh, and I went for I woke up eight thirty, got a haircut, went for a jog. I lifted weights. Like I, I had kind of an active morning. It's uh, I'm not feeling great about the hair right now, but oh man, damn. All right, look, so look, all right, look. So I'll just tell you, I've never. I only go to black barbers. I don't find anybody else knows what they're doing with my hair. Like I did have a Dominican barber once. He was pretty good. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. Shout out to my man, her name. He got deported, but um, <laughs> yeah. but he was good though. So, but like, I feel like you do have that kind of hair that where if like a Dominican or a Latino man is used to straighter hair like themselves, then your hair probably will work, you know. But my hair is like my hair, like a little bit a little nappier than yours, you know what I mean? Mm. So, it's like, I, I gotta be careful. I only gotta I... go to black, black guys. Yeah, I mean, I, to keep in mind, man, it's the curls too. I, I go to a second Dominican. Go to a second Dominican. Um, tell him, telling you, man, go go to Champs uh, and get a Dominican student to do your hair for five dollars. Uh, oh, you want me to get a, someone with no experience? No, not on this head. Property box. property bonics hey. property bonics oh my goodness it's been a few weeks yeah man you know busy that's the, i think about it a lot of times when we don't when we don't record like often or like regularly that just means that people are busy you know it's yeah man me you pat we all got schedules got to work we all busy people you know so it's it is what it is so when, we, when, we, when we do connect though we, we're here we got we collide i october was a busy month and i want to say man like i this was probably, if not the best, in the top three Octobers of my life. 
This is this is a phenomenal October. I love this month. October We're in November 90, now, but October ninety three. Then you got October two thousand two. October two thousand twelve was notable as well. I was thinking of other Octobers. That was a good one. Hurricane Sandy hit, which was kind of rough. I was in New York at the time, but it was a sentimental time, and I enjoyed that one. But everything about this one, I think, because of the rainfall that we had, fall was just going crazy. We were like the height of it. It felt like the leaves were at the peak still for like three weeks. And I don't know if you remember last year, it felt like we got like a day of fall. It was a whole month. Yeah, I I, I don't know, man. I just feel like I feel like this hasn't been too much fall. Like, I feel like we went from summer to winter. Really? I feel like one day it was 80 degrees. The next day is 45. I remember that day. And it was actually on Monday or no, no, no. It was wednesday when it turned into november i want to say october as a whole though there was no like cold cold days i was wearing my spring jacket at most i don't know if i told you some of the adventures i took out here man like we connected sometime beginning of october um since then uh went out to jim thorpe for like just like a, a for sarah carwright show shout out to her and i decided to just take the day off and just spend a day in fall time jim thorpe Oh my goodness. This it was phenomenal, man. It was like you're really like at the peak of fall. Felt like I was like in a Hallmark movie and I was like the the one token character. There wasn't a lot of black people. But like other than that, though, it was very nice. Took a train, a railroad that takes you around like the scenic gorge trail. That was excellent, man. It, that was that was a highlight of the, of the month. Yeah, those are that's a, that's a fall word, gorge and yeah. trail. Yeah. Scenery. Those are fall words. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, man. Would you say you've been having a good October? Or like, I know October's passed, but I, I you, you know, your boy wants to reminisce. October's been trash. What? Absolutely trash, bro. Damn. Ab- absolutely. That's probably why you haven't, we haven't recorded or I haven't, it's been trash. Bro, like, we should have hung out. I would have uplifted your October. That probably would have helped, but it's been like, a, a... yes, yeah, when I found out that I couldn't use my album, that really, mm. When I when I had this like yo I can't use the album that I recorded, that put me in like to like a tizzy. I've been in a rut. It's been trash. You yeah. know what I mean? But I November's November's good. November, we're good in November, but like two weeks ago, oh no, I was good, I, bro. I, this how this how I know October was trash for me. And I said this to you before. You look at my Instagram. The last post that I posted on Instagram that was October sixth. Yeah, that means a month, bro. That means you've been sad. <laughs> I mean, whenever I don't see you posting, I'm like, uh oh. <laughs> yeah, bro. It's been, uh, I, I put a post up yesterday. I did put a post up yesterday, but I, hmm. I took it down though, because it was, it was bad. The one about the, the blind, the DJ at the blind. Why you took it down? Why you take it down? I took, I, you thought it was good? Oh, it was there. It was cool. It was, it's it was see, it wasn't, yeah. it, it was not worth. So I feel like if I'm going to push boundaries, it has to be good. Uh yeah, I got that. Like, if I'm gonna make fun of the blind community, <laughs> okay, you know what I mean? Like, all right. I really, I thought about this because I was like, I had an idea, I put it up, but after it was up, I was like, um, I could, I had more I could add to it. I was like, this, this I could add. This could be really good. Then I was like, what if the blind people see this? <laughs> oh my goodness! This was that the tag that you thought of four hours later? Is that the? Is that the? Oh, no, but I really was thinking that. I was like, "What if the blind people come across my page or some blind ally, and they like, 
then like try to cancel a, me. So we're <laughs> blind allies, by the way. If you're listening to this, proper box, we're blind allies. We're making comedy for the community. <laughs> Jeez. Comedy you can listen to. Uh but uh you download the audio, don't watch it on YouTube, it won't do you any good. But um, so I was like, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna cancel, I gotta be I gotta be good. Like I was like, this is not this is not good enough to be canceled. you can't get canceled for a 7.5 out of 10. Yeah, like so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna redo it, and I'm gonna go hard, I'm gonna go harder, and then put it back out. But it was uh it was like it's not I was like, it's not good enough. I can't be I can't be disappear for a month and come back with something mediocre i was like no i gotta come back hard you know I mean? so, <laughs> and a demographic to target that's why i gotta come back hard with a, group, with a group of people to aim um my uh my animosity towards uh, I was, what i really was going to do is make a video of how easy it is to dj at, at a deaf school but i was like no that's <laughs> <laughs> that's uh Here i'm picturing go. i'm picturing you thinking of which songs you could play during the clip for these thoughts like all right which one has the word play <laughs> it talks about sound it talks about ears is there a title with ears in it sort of thing uh, i literally googled song with the word c i'm sure i'm sure <laughs> oh god probably got a lot of results <laughs> Yo, no bullshit i got a. it was a list it was <laughs> top 50 songs that you that talk about seeing <laughs> oh goodness well, that's funny oh good stuff that's it yeah. and i so I had a little situation, man. I um, we we've talked about the idea of having clips out and being kind of maybe hesitant about having certain material out, whether you're going to use it or you want it to be the best version of that clip uh, to go out, sort of thing. Um, I, I did a show uh, last Thursday, and um, they um, the creator they they uh, they have really good quality videos. Um, and they uh, they asked, I was like, oh, is it cool if I chop up some clips and then maybe send it your way before publishing and then you could accept a collaborator thing or decline it? And um, I was hesitant. I, and I voiced that at first. I was like, ah, because I'm still working on stuff. And I, I, but yeah, if you want to just send it my way. Um, and then, yeah, they ended up using a clip and I was cool with it. I added it to my thing. I, I really like how it came out uh, sort of thing with that. But uh, I found with like, and you may be able to speak to this. There were a few other clips that they wasn't like they're bad. Like the set was good; it was a solid set. But either I didn't feel comfortable with it being released because they're new and it just wasn't ready, or on the other side of it, it was something that's like an established joke, and I was hesitant on having it posted online, sort of thing. Um, what is your take on that? The idea that okay this is a good joke it's a good clip um however i don't want to spoil the joke for people coming out live do you think it's maybe overthinking do you think that's like most people that come out they're going to see the other stuff or you should protect uh your material i think that the first thing is you're an artist so you're sensitive about your work so when you're sensitive about your work yeah when you care you may sometimes overthink it because you care. So it's very natural. You're supposed to. If you didn't care, I'll be nervous for you. You know what I mean? And yeah. you was like, man, I'm making clips. Let's send them all out. I'm like, you you really care? Yeah. So I think that um so what I what I would do, what I what I've done is I've tried to be realistic. If I put a clip up online, what are the odds 
that the show I go to in the middle of Pennsylvania, what are the odds that those 30 people seen it? So it's like, I don't want to hold back because of that reason. So like, I try to like get that out of my head. Like, what are the odds that they going to see it? And if they do see it, if it's a good joke, they're going to just laugh through the joke and get to the, we move on. I'm not going to be telling this same joke over and over again. It's like when you go to a musician's concert and they sing a song that you know. It's like, oh, I know this version. I like that. They may start singing along to the joke. Yeah, I don't think, they, I don't think they're going to do that. They may <laughs> sing along to the joke. You got to go viral. You got to go viral. You got to go viral. Like, mm-hmm. in order for... Because it's not like you're putting... So it'd be different if you put your stuff onto your page, your, your stand-up. And then you were promoting the show just to your followers and only your followers were coming. That's different. But like we're what we're doing is we're getting booked randomly everywhere. What are the odds that our followers are going to see the post? You know what I mean? Um, so that's, I, th- I try to think about that, too. Also. I don't. So. I haven't put out my best jokes. Yeah. Like I haven't. I, I put out a lot of material, but like my top like bangers like four or five ones that i yeah those i keep that i keep that in the tuck those yeah. are like my close those are my closers those are my like longer joke premises and like i try to keep those but when i got like something short 30 second kind of um topical i'll do that topical yeah. jokes are great if you top yeah no i definitely got that That's so a... you could like like you know you got a good show coming up and you know they're going to record you could literally write one or two topical jokes just for that, like just for that purpose. Uh-huh. Have these just be the ones that go out. Have it clipped up. Yeah, that's uh, the idea of like going and like almost winking at the cameraman. All right, ready. I'm about to do the thing. And I'm just like <laughs> going off and bobbing on a topical joke. <laughs> no, that's I like I, I do like that note of kind of like saving some of the bigger stuff. Like there's certain jokes where it's like, I'm not putting my closer out there. Yeah, I don't care how great the reaction is. And trust me. It's phenomenal. I'm not putting the closer out there in clips. It's like, it's, I feel like that in itself, you know, it's something I, I recognize during all this and the idea of sensitivity, definitely that I found that there was a part of me that was almost playing to fellow comics in a way of like, okay, well, who's going to see all this? A lot of times it's going to be people that like I, I do comedy with, like other comics that are going to be on my page or like I'm going to be on their feed sort of thing. And I found that there was like a admittedly a, a little of a, a self-conscious over the idea of like, okay, well, if they see it, they're going to be seeing me do it again, which is an irrational thought because it's the same thing as an open mic where you're going to be seeing it there. But I, I, I feel like there's a finality when you post something online. It's almost like a, like in a very micro level, putting a special out. It's like, okay, well, this is here. And it feels like it's almost, I did the material after it was posted this particular bit and as i was doing it there's a part in back of my head like oh this i'm doing this joke so i got i I think that's a psychological thing that i got to work out of sort of thing but either way it was cool it was cool to see it get a good response for something that was posted things that get posted you can add to it um so it doesn't feel feel repetitive when you are doing it like oh this is that posted joke like no you could you could add a tag to it or add some some new spin to it um but yeah, I think that the, I feel you with the finalization of it, meaning like it feels like the, it's the end product. It's like, yo, so it just has to be perfect. 
And, yeah. that, and that's the that's the same reason why for so long I've been talking about yo, I want to put out some kind of special, I want to put out an album. Cause like I'm going back and forth because I know that once you put it out, that's what's out. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I mean, luckily with social media, you can take things down. You can you know, but, <laughs> when you have ownership of it. Uh when it's sure. when you're collaborating, it's like it's a little that's another part of it when it's like it's someone else kind of managing the stuff. It's like uh but this person's pretty cool and um they they're they're pretty open to communication all that stuff so yeah shout out to them yeah also get out your own head you're overthinking it let it go like yeah no yeah that's a... the clip's funny let it go like yeah it's also i think i think about this too if i would have if i would just let my butt bread joke go then i could have proof that uh yeah I've been, you know like so yeah, but I, that's but that's different though. That's like hindsight twenty twenty. That's like because that's like for you that was a closer or like a prominent joke. And just like you were saying, there's certain jokes that's like you don't. That's your if you're still performing that. In this case, I know you're not. But it's like I get why you'd have reservations on that. You just have a unique situation where someone did something very similar. So I I don't, I, don't, I I can't knock you for not wanting to post that. Yeah, yeah, but but that, but that was I didn't post it because of my hesitations. But like I don't know. But yeah, I would let it go. Like they say, let go and let God is what they say. Yeah, no, no, perhaps, <laughs> man, perhaps, man. Um, uh, speaking of letting letting go and letting God, uh, where are we going with this one? <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Um, yeah, man. So uh, today's Saturday. Uh, I was I was about to do a Matthew Perry transition, but oh, oh my goodness! All right, <laughs> I was like, which topic? I forgot Matthew Perry was on there um well we, we even have to do a segue man uh yeah matthew perry actor uh known from uh a bunch of things i want to say the whole nine yards but we i think we are all very familiar he with was the in show movie too? he was in yeah with bruce willis whole nine yards oh shoot yeah i think it was like they did a sequel the whole nine and a half yards the whole 10 yards anyway shout out to amanda peach she was in it too fool's russian um ser- serving sarah uh he's he actually had like a good amount of movies uh but matthew perry uh died last week last saturday um via uh he was in a hot tub uh he was in a hot tub and then uh he he i supposedly they i don't know if they have like autopsy reports and all that stuff but i guess he was found drowned in his massive hot tub it's crazy bro like just out there by himself like he had no chicks with him and then like no, I, don't, I think this is a dipless endeavor, man. I think it was like, uh, it was wild because his Instagram, his last post was a photo of him in the hot tub. Um, I know people are kind of like, well, what does that mean? Um, it's like, I don't know. I think I, he just likes his hot tub. Um, I know if I there's I don't have a hot tub, but like sometimes I take baths and I really enjoy myself. I'd post a photo of that. If it was if I was hanging out in the bathtub nonstop, yeah, I'd probably post a few things. So I don't think it's conspiracy, but I'm curious. What one did you watch Friends, and two, how did uh, the death of this uh, prominent actor how did it impact you? Yeah, it's it's, it's always sad when people die. You know what I mean, like it's always Pretty unfortunate. Young. It's not definitely unfortunate. Honestly, it didn't like impact me really. Um, I wasn't like I mean I know who Matthew Perry is. You know, um, condolences to his family, but I, I wasn't like a, a Friends watcher. I, I watched Living Single. And I've talked about this plenty of times. Yeah. Friends stole the whole living single situation. And I just, as a black kid growing up, we just weren't putting on white TV. It's just not, I that can't see my essential white TV. Friends is like quintessential. Yeah, like it's, there. it's like Friends and MASH. Friends, MASH. You had Seinfeld was white TV back in the day. Like, that's just what it was. Yeah, but Seinfeld's dope, though. 
Friends is dope too. Friends is dope too. But like, I mean, because Friends gets a rap for like being like a bad sitcom. It's not. It's a. It's a fun sitcom. I, I think it's a uh, well written. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's bad. I no, say it's bad. I yeah, it's funny. I I like it. Yeah, it can't be too bad. It copied off that that black show. It had to have some <laughs> quality to it. But like, I just can't. I'm just saying. When growing up, I couldn't picture my wig wearing Newport smoking grandma I'm like ah, put on the friends like no it's, it's not <laughs> we're watching she's like put on Steve Harvey show that's what we're watching <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's well I can't say that I'm like I was dev sad so I was Saturday night I found out from family group chat family group chat pops off and I saw this they're always breaking news I think I found out about Suzanne Summers through family group chat too I was like damn another one um so like I saw that there and uh, I can't say it had like a huge, huge impact and not that it needs to have that. Um, I definitely recognize like, oh, wow, that's a big name. What took me by surprise is how much it's impact everyone else, like whether it be fellow comics, um, a lot of like friends and family, like I guess like my, 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 a few people have said my mom was like, it feels like a friend died. And I was like, does it actually feel that way or is it because he was on a show called Friends and you're you saying that term but also for some people it's um if they're a little bit older matthew perry was like kind of like in their generation a bit yeah. and he, since he was so young um but I, I will say i was most taken back by that like how many people like the poignancy that they talk about this death uh it really impacted people it was like they're michael jackson it was nuts I get it. I get it though like if somebody from the cast of living single passed out i'll be hurt too like you're not gonna let that go I'm just saying, like, I, I'm just, no, I'm just saying how I would understand, like, Queen Latifah, I would get that. I would be like, oh, my Don't God. Don't say that, player. Come on, man. So that, I'm just saying, so like, if, if Overton wasn't here anymore, I would be distraught. But yeah, um, if you could bleep these out, that, <laughs> put that out there, man. Come on. I'm just saying, I get it. I don't think is I understand why they're so attached to it. You know what I mean? Like, that's one of the shows they grew up, people grew up on. You know what I mean? Friend, it was a cultural, I mean, staple. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> that's, that's funny. Uh, yeah i definitely i uh, i want to say i get it but i'm surprised by just like how big was it? it's the kind of way it's kind of cool to see of like oh wow like that's you hear different things about the person and i guess like their thing with sobriety and all that stuff um i'm not gonna go out of my way and like necessarily like read his book and all that because I, I but yeah i guess some shout out to people that are, are feeling it like that and um if you want watch an episode of friends are in living color if you want to go single. back to the original, oh, single. yeah, my apologies. God damn it. it was you were, you were close. You were close. Yeah, I just I wasn't a big living single person. I wasn't a big living single person. Um, yeah, I, like it was there, but wasn't too big on it. Living single and friends, just like it's like me and that white guy that do the cardboard signs now. You know, he just stole <laughs> stole the idea, ran with it, and now. People just forget about you. And it's like, I wasn't a big fan anyway. That's <laughs> mispronounced name. Like, I wasn't even that big of a fan. <laughs> it's, it, was, it wasn't on Nick at Night. That's the thing. If it was on Nick at Night, I'd have a little bit more syndication. But it was just like, with what, CW? It was WB? Yeah, it's one of the black shows, UPN or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, that makes sense. Sort of thing. Yeah, yeah but, man. Yeah, rest, rest in peace to Matthew Perry. And yeah, that, uh, Pat, Pat, you think he had a heart attack. Oh, they're suggesting that. Oh, okay, yeah, no, that could be a possibility as well, man. That's that's a bit of a bummer. Some um, some some had happened. Like you just don't just drown in a hot tub. Like it's not like it's deep. 
Yeah, well, it's uh, yeah. Like I think Whitney Houston, I think Whitney Houston, her case, drugs may have been involved. Um, him, he was like sober, and I don't know his situation all that stuff. But I think that could happen. A lot of times, people they have cardiac events, and then if you don't have the uh, the mechanics of your body and you can't control it, then it's like you can't really get up from those things. And like heat exhaustion too. Like if you're in like a hot tub, there's dangerous yeah. hot tubs. Who? What's more dangerous, hot tubs or trampolines? Um, I've I've never been hurt in a hot tub, but I have been stabbed on trampoline once. You say stabbed? <laughs> but with a pot, with a pencil. Yeah, and I was and I was like I was like thirteen, what? fourteen. It was. You said it like it like you were giving clarifying points, like oh yeah, no, 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 it was with a pencil. What do you mean you got stabbed with a pencil on a trampoline? I was jumping on my my friend Harold's trampoline. We just jumping, you know, doing the kid thing. Pencil fell right. out of my pocket. I, it was really? in my pocket, so I oh. I bend down and get the pencil out of my pocket. As I go down. Pencil come up, boom, into my hand. Yeah, like it yeah, came off the other side. You got it. I got a whole, got a whole thing right there. It was, it was wild. Oh my goodness! But yeah, I guess you really did so, get stabbed on a trampoline with a pencil, man. That is crazy. Sheesh. Hot tubs are safer, unless you're Matthew <laughs> Perry. Oh my goodness, man, guys! It's it's cool that you're listening to the proper bonks and all that stuff. You, I know you like hearing our voices a lot of times. You play this while you're sleeping. Some of you play this while making love. All understandable. But you gotta come to the live shows too. We we bring the action. Our audio's there, but also our visuals. Let's break them off with some dates. Coming up, November fifteenth, I'll be in South Carolina and Myrtle Beach, Crick and Hammond Brewery. November fifteenth, November seventeenth, I am going to be at City Winery in Philadelphia. Come on out. We're gonna be recording some stuff. Um, then November twenty second, we are in Mannheim, Pennsylvania. We head lining up there with mr ron kane the 26th Ooh. november 26th we're at phantom power i'll be recording some more stuff in lancaster pa and then november 27th damn Brooklyn, new york we're gonna be at crown heights cafe for the good ones comedy show hosted by yours truly and your boy to bath come on out uh, on the 14th of november case comedy it's at uh albaniza the the ethiopian shop in west philadelphia on the 18th in aldine new jersey uh, with glenn tickle i'll be there featuring on november 22nd steel stacks the third annual turkey jam gobble gobble baby i'll be co-hosting with tyler rothrock for a variety show it's gonna be really fun a nice way to uh, get yourself set up right before thanksgiving make sure to come out check out those shows we'll be out here see you in the streets man last saturday did you see uh, i know you're not big into the boxing but france and versus tyson fury yeah my man got robbed i've seen that yeah man it was so the whole bout itself is just a, a testament to uh, France Ngannou. Uh, for those who don't know, he's a, he was the former UFC heavyweight champion. He waited out his contract, left because uh, their negotiations couldn't have been had in a way that uh, he thought was favorable. A lot of people thought that he left uh, and was going to try boxing, but wasn't going to be able to get a good boxing opponent. And they kept using a term that he was fumbling the bag, uh, that he was missing an opportunity. France Ngannou went and boxed one of the biggest heavyweights out right now, Tyson Fury, yeah, um, and did it for real, and he did well. He overperformed so much so that he got a knockdown of Tyson Fury, which is insane. I think, like, Deontay Wilder is the only one that has done that, and Bruce Pratt, you could correct me on that one, um, which is just insane that France Ngannou was able to do this at such a monumental event um and he had a great showing he lost via decision split decision which is crazy but it's one of those losses where it's like your stock still rises i don't yeah. know if you know that there's losses where like you could lose but your stock rises and what you're seeing is like the people's champ 
Like, yeah, the judges may have given it to the other person, but we know who won. And that's what France Ngano got with us. So that's wonderful. So he never boxed in boxing, but he ended up fighting Tyson Fury for the belt? Yeah, well, I don't know if it was for the belt. I think it was an exhibition marking that because Tyson does have an upcoming uh, title fight coming up. Uh, but people were joking with that of like the idea that he trained for like less than a year and was able to beat like the top or able to like compete at least with one of the top tier uh, people in that sport. So if we give him like a basketball, he may be able to like give us like a fair one with like a LeBron James. That's pretty much what people are saying with that. Uh, if you give France Ngannou a few months train, he'll be very good at whatever he chooses to do. Francis could be the next Tiger Woods. Just give him nine months. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, that'd be crazy to see. But I, I've seen it though. I had seen him drop the ball and all the highlights I've seen was him beating up Tyson Fury. But then he lost. I was like, oh, my man got robbed. Yeah, he, he, he I, I didn't see the whole fight. Um, so I, I won't, because we see the highlights where Francis gets good scores. And I think because he was such an underdog and the highlight is like, oh, wow, he's really marking Tyson Fury up. I wouldn't be surprised if we watched that fight and see that Tyson Fury outboxed him in terms of like outpointed him. Um, but again, he could have also been robbed. I didn't see the full fight. So um, it, for boxing world, it makes sense for Tyson Fury to win because he has an upcoming title fight. And if he were to lose, then it's like, well, why that trajectory doesn't really make as much sense. Um, so. You shouldn't have even fought then, honestly. It's a little risky. It's a little, I mean, we, I won't even get into the whole risk of UFC 294. Oh my goodness. But yeah, there's a lot of, there's a risk in uh, fighting someone like Brant Singano before a title fight. And uh, he took that risk. They're both being paid, I'm sure, the millions and millions of dollars and such. He said he did have more strikes per round on the official course cards, cards, but Fury was damaged way more. So if if, yeah. if Fury had more strikes and stuff, then okay. But like from what I've seen, he was getting punched up in his face the whole every highlight mm -hmm. I seen. I didn't see Francis get hit in no highlights. So I was just like, yeah, Francis had like no bruises. He was doing like a review of his fight like the next day. He, was yeah. like, he, was he said it though. He said it. He was like. He knew that if he didn't knock out Tyson Fury, he was going to lose because he was like, they're not going to give it to him on the cards. He knew that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so we'll, we'll, I wonder what kind of crossovers we're going to see. Are we going to see more uh, sports crossovers anytime soon? Um, I know that they're talking about um, Joel and B for the Sixers, talking about him probably going to WrestleMania. Or, really? Oh, because it's in Philadelphia. But I think that the Sixers are going to be on a road trip that, those days. So he what? might miss. But they were talking. I seen them tweeting about it and stuff. Yeah, that would be cool. That would like in Philly too. Yeah. Are you Are you gonna go WrestleMania? No, I don't do wrestling. Damn, I may go. I'm not even a big wrestling fan currently. Um, but the fact that's in like I think it's gonna be at the Lincoln Financial. Oh. At the football field? I think so. I'm. Mean, where else will they do it? Other than like basketball, Wells Fargo. the basketball stadium. No, it's too small. That's where they do most of the stuff at, right? Just basketball stadiums, arenas. Yeah, but th this is like it's WrestleMania. Like this is like they need a stadium. So, I mean, need, so like, if, if they do a stadium, it's gonna be outside. That's what I'm saying, Lincoln Financial. Okay, so they, they normally do it outside. Yeah, WrestleMania. Yeah, they usually do those outside. Like for the last like okay. decade, because it's gotten so big, they do it outside. Uh, yeah, yeah see, I didn't know that. I'm, I'm so far removed. I haven't watched wrestling since Stone Cold. Yeah, oh so my gosh, yeah. I hope Stone if Stone Cold's in Philadelphia. If I bump into Stone Cold on Spruce Street. Oh my goodness, that <laughs> uh, that'd be wonderful. Like, yeah. what you doing in the hood, Steve? Steve, Austin? 
Steve gets a pass to go wherever he wants. That's Steve. Yeah. I'm going to plug my computer real quick. Yeah, this right. would be a good time to give my 45-minute monologue. Um, it's an impersonation of Shirley Temple. Alan's back. Alan is back, though, so I'll hold off on that. Uh, it monologue. fell out. It, the, it fell out. Fell out. Oh, my goodness. Dare I say that's what he said? I mean, if that's what you went to. That's a... Uh, uh, this is a figurative he. I I am not he in this situation. Sometimes that, I'm he, but that's not in this most part. I'm not he. Because if, if if she could say, "Oh no, it fell out too." I mean, so I don't know. That's the. I want to just clarify. While I am him, I am not he. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I am him. Oh, you're him, but you're not but he not... from your from your scenario. Yes, I'd like that to be known on the record. <laughs> Pat, if we could maybe raise my vocals during that sentence, that'd be phenomenal. I really want emphasis on that one. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if you ever had this. I feel like I already know the answer to it. But have you, have you ever one? Have you done? I know your first like comedy show is like a roast situation, but in the last year, have you done like any roast battles, any roast panels? Nah. Okay. Nah, I did. Nah, I haven't done anything roasty in years. I did a roast. Um, shout out to Jackie Minhan and the POV crew and all that stuff. Did a, that roast. It was very fun. Um, it was it was fun writing for it as well. Yeah. Um, I, I forgot like the fun of like. I feel like it's different writing like the roast battles, especially when you don't know the people. It's like oh just whatever. But like it's like oh wow like I consider some of you guys like my buds and all that stuff. This is like gonna be fun. Um, you ever? Uh, there's been a few times though. Well, not a few times. There's one time during this instance um we're like i wrote a few jokes where notably i i shouldn't i shouldn't feel this way i i felt a little bad afterward i feel like there's a little bit of a line when it comes to roast jokes of like all right it's supposed to be kind of roasty mean but also clever sort of thing and i want to say most of my stuff is on it crosses that line in a very uh or it borders that line in a very successful way um but there was like one portion of it one portion of my set that i felt was just like i played it back and i was like damn that's just mean like it's like yeah it's also oh, you yes you said him you said him you said him already the mean stuff yeah no it was it was coming from me um where it was like ah man that's like that's not what i want to be my representation of either my roast joke writing but also like stuff that i'm saying to this person where it's like ah man that's like I I it didn't feel great going back on it sort of thing where like and I I'm I actually reached out to the person and was like uh like hey listen I like <laughs> I I felt like I maybe took a few low blows sort of thing and sorry if it felt like that way that way for you um because I I think it's like a whole thing where it's like yo don't ever apologize for your jokes and all that stuff um but for me I think like if you feel a certain way. I think it's okay to. I think it's okay to. Uh, but I was curious if you ever been in this situation like that. What did you say? <laughs> I that's the thing. It wasn't even like anything too crazy, but it was just like it felt like it was more like you know. All right, so you say with like a roast joke, you have like the a list of like things about the person, uh -huh. and then you connect it to a joke. Mm -hmm. I would say ninety five percent of my whole set was like a good connection of the two where it's like balanced and more so on line b where it's like the cleverness for this particular individual 
at least while playing it back, I was like, damn, I really focus on list A. Like a lot of emphasis on the first list. And then the the, the dot sort of connected to line B, but it was not as strong as I'd want it to be sort of thing. I don't want to know what you say. That's... <laughs> Try to, make it, it, try to make it without telling me who they are. Try to, best as you can. Like, I want to know what lines you, because I, I want to just want to hear what's, what's happening here. Like, I, you boy can't relive it. You boy can't relive it. I, I was, I was, I was busted up mentally for like three days afterwards. Like, man, that's, that's really, that's not cool. Um, so, um, but if, I think if most people play it back, they wouldn't, it wouldn't stand out as like, oh, that's the mean part, or that was notably mean, or maybe they will, but, um, yeah, I and for me, that's where it came out. The person they seemed pretty cool about it. They they didn't really. They're just like that's a roast. That's what it's supposed to be. But yeah, this this is why I don't do them. That's why I don't really? do them. I so I roast. I roast like uh-huh. I'm going hard, right? So that's one thing. And then the other end, I expect the other comedians to go hard. I'm sensitive. Okay. Hmm. You talk about my kids. I'm liable to punch you in the face. Yeah, that's you know a little what I'm saying? Yeah, so that's, like, that's, yeah, that's different. I don't even wanna uh, also what happens is a lot of these roast battles, and they don't they don't have to admit this, but I know it's the truth. All of your isms come out, right? So mm. if you a little racism, a little racist, if you a little sexist, if you a little homophobic, those things come out, bro. Like it's and they come out in a nasty way. Like yeah. I'm cool off roast because I'm I'm I, I'm too emotional. I, I I'll fight. I'll like I and I know how I get. Like I I when I roast somebody, I'm going hard. I'm cool. Mm-hmm. I just but that's why though because I don't want to be put in a position where I feel like I gotta apologize to my because I'm not. Right. You know what I'm yeah. I meant to be. I meant for it to be a funny joke. It was a little rough. It's a roast. It's what they are. It's what they yeah, are. Yeah, that's the thing though. That's so because I agree with you with that, where it's like, but that's it's that that line, that in-between spot, and that's the perfect part of being roast of like, especially if you're dealing with like people that you consider like friends and all that. Cause you could do it in a way that's like, oh yeah, this is roasty, but it's mainly a joke. Like the takeaway from it isn't gonna be like, oh wow, you really diss that person. It's gonna be like, oh wow, that was clever sort of thing um and I, I think that's the cool part of roast where it's like it's a real it's it's a good exercise in joke writing um and yeah i, I think it, i just meant that i was just a little bit more sensitive to this one um so i, mean, I think all is good now it was but yeah roasts are funny they're cool it's good exercise very good exercise to write jokes because you set up punch like one two very good exercise um but you gotta be built for that and I'm not in a position right now to be doing that. Okay, but there are two different kinds of roasts. They have yeah. their panel of roasts, normally like a birthday celebrating someone. And then you have like your battles. We got yeah. two people going head to head. Like those head to head ones are the ones that I'll fight in. Like, right. Those I, I was, yeah, those I'm not. I've, I've been in a handful of those. And yeah, they're, I find they're not as fun. I find I'm just not as crazy. Hey, it's again joke writing. That's fine, but I'm just not as crazy about those. Regarding this roast, there were mo- I want to say most of the jokes directed at me were black jokes, and not even like 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 it wasn't even like oh wow this is like overtly racist. It was just like that was the angle that they chose. Like oh you're the only black one up here sort of thing, which is like 
that's that's fine whatever um but i i was i was like there's so many more things about me you can make fun nope. of so uh-huh. many different things all those little isms come out bro i'm telling you like we all know you're the black person here we all talk. you skinny it's much how skinny you are anybody there was like, no, you know that's kind of why you bring it up but yeah no one brought that up that's no one brought up the skinniness um someone so, yeah it was someone brought up that they thought that i was uh i guess they compared me to uh jada pinkett smith but i was growing my hair out they didn't realize that i could do that so that's like they're like i thought he was bald so like that was kind of funny um that's they didn't that's yeah. so, so there were some fun ones out there um shout out to ice ice jackson he had a phenomenal set he did a when i when we talk about pull-up game man so ice he wasn't on the rose he just decided to write a few jokes just in case <laughs> he was like oh well there's a mic afterwards i'll be able to perform some of these jokes someone pulled out and then they're like ice by chance do you want to be on this rose and ice he was like uh yeah i have a few jokes which immediately in my head i'm like oh he has like 20 jokes and he pulls a paper out like <laughs> I was like, damn, you printed, pay- like, you did everything for this. And he had a phenomenal set. So, and a re- some really clever jokes. So, shout out to him. Oh, man. That's that's, that's what you're supposed to do, though. Yeah. There was a dude. Ice, I'm going to tell you some real stuff, right? Ice had those jokes written for a minute. <laughs> he ain't just write them, them roast jokes because I ain't going to even hold you. I used, to, I, used to, I, used to have, I used to have, I used to have them jokes for people on ready to go. Like, what? I did. What? Ready to go. Why? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Just in case there happens to be a roast down the line, in case somebody want to talk slick, somebody if I got fr- I used to have <laughs> jokes about people. Like I'd be like, like I wouldn't like write it, but like I would know what I would talk about. Really? And it's like, yeah, you the boy who girlfriend keep looking at me. Like I, you know what I mean? Like I would like. Damn, that's have, like that's either hip hop or mean girl. I can't tell. That's one of them. Well, hip hop is very mean girlish. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, very that's mean girl. Have you ever met Nicki Minaj? Okay, this is very mean. <laughs> Nicki Minaj, you ever met Soldier Boy? He's mean girls all <laughs> over the place. Sure, mean so. That's uh, <laughs> you take a KRS One approach. KRS One did this thing where, like, every year he would write a battle verse for uh, everyone that's in the top 10. So yeah. if you're like, if you're going, if you're counting the top 10 of Philadelphia, New York comics, and you have bars for all of them, I commend you for that. You never yeah. know when you gotta let it let the, let the chopper sing. Yeah, Yo, you got sing. bars against me. I got bars against you. You know what? My bars against you were the bars that I wrote for you at Megan Gets Show. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I read some new bars, player. Oh, hold up. What did I said to you, I said that you look like Colin Kaepernick without the athleticism because when you had the fro. Yeah, you, you did say that, and I had to say that out loud. I was like, what the heck. <laughs> That. So that's that's how you <laughs> roast a black man. You don't got to sit and talk about, well, you're the only black man up here. It's like, yeah. no, bro, you gotta, yeah, no. I, I said, listen, I said that if someone, oh, this, this is a good one. Oh, I killed you with this one. I said, oh, damn, this is some... no, no. <laughs> If someone sees you kneeling, they won't think you're protesting <laughs> injustices. They just think you don't have enough energy to stand. <laughs> you're so skinny. That was a wild one. So that's that is a clever joke. Where it's like, all right, you, you got the hell, you got me on that one, but it was clever sort of thing. Um, so that's 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 an example of like knowing how to uh, balance balance it out sort of thing like that. So so like I'll write something like that for roast battle, but then somebody come back to me like your kids are ugly. I'm like yo what? <laughs> <laughs> like what are you talking? Well, <laughs> <laughs> now we gotta fight. <laughs> yeah, 
so we would be 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 cautionary for those out there uh listening uh and and doing the roast i know we got some younger comics on here that have been uh tacking along i feel like i've been getting some listeners in for the last few shows october show has been a good one for proper proper ebonics uh heads up to people and uh so if you're listening to this and you're a younger comic all that stuff you go to the roast be mindful uh, try to be clever and if you have uh one or two black people on the panel know there's other traits about them but yeah right that's fun write a joke other than that you there's other things that we can talk about we, we black of course we get it we can see it get your, get your black jokes yeah. out but have some other stuff too bro Come on. or make it very clever if you're gonna do it um with that, man, I, we're giving some suggestions. Uh, you want to get some? Let's get some prop suggestions. My prop suggestion, man. Uh, if you like podcasts, which uh, you probably do, you're listening to this. You're, you're toggling between uh, this and Terry Gross and such like that. Um, I, I'm I'm going to suggest uh, uh, this is going to be a familial uh, suggestion. Uh, my cousin Milagros. Uh, she has a new podcast. Uh, hey, she, her and her uh, her friend Susie. Uh, they've been uh, friends for quite some time, and uh, they've been trying to do a podcast for a few months now. And I I have people. I mean, maybe this is the same for you. I feel like definitely for Pat, where it's like people come up, it's like, oh yeah, I've been thinking of doing a podcast. Same with comedy, like oh, I've been thinking of doing comedy. Um, but a lot of times people don't necessarily, for whatever reasons, don't get to follow up on that. Um, some laggers and her, her friend. They followed up on it. They got the equipment. Uh, they had conversations, and uh, they they put it on track. And uh, yeah, exploring thoughts, um, exploring thoughts can be found on Spotify and I believe iTunes. Um, the concept is that they they pretty much pick a topic, uh, like a blanket topic, uh, for each episode, and then they have dialogue surrounded by that. So, first episode was about paranormal activity. Second episode was about adventure and they're about to do a dream episode. And uh, you, when you hear that, you think like, oh man, just a topic. It could kind of go all over the place. Shout out to them, man. They really keep it on path yeah. for just the topic. Um, so I, I've, I've been enjoying it so far. I'm maybe a little bit biased as well, but I think other people are going to appreciate it as well. Um, so yeah, Exploring Thoughts uh, by Melly and Susie, I think is on the, the Spotify thing. So yeah, check them out. How many episodes they're in? They're about to drop their third one on Dreams. I'm excited for Dream One. I hope they give a nice little shot to Night Terrors. Night Terrors. This is this is this is your episode. They should interview you for this one, bro. Real quick detour. Then they should. Uh, real quick detour. I rewatched The Ring. Mm. Uh, last week, your boy had two consecutive Night Terrors that day. That movie still holds up. That movie's still very scary. So that day, so like you like went back to sleep and woke up the same. No, no, no. I, I woke up at noon, watched the ring, had a nap. Uh, no, I watched the ring like late at night uh, from like 12 to something. And I went to sleep and I had like two consecutive night terrors. Dang. Yeah, it was wild. Maybe, maybe you should not watch the ring. Maybe you should stay away from scary movies, Kirk. Maybe you should just go sleep to comedies. It was October, man. Come on. <laughs> just night terrors all month. Yeah, a few of them. Yeah, maybe you should watch like, I don't know. Something funny like Gold Member, Austin Powers, or something before you go to bed. Yeah, I try to put on like a battle rap podcast, but like sometimes if like the dip is there, I don't want to keep her up. And usually I just pass out. But in this case, it was a, I, I was happy for these night terrors. Like, wow, I was really trying to terrorize myself. I watched this movie. Successful. Going to sleep to battle rap. Is battle rap your ASMR? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Shouts to Rum Nitty and Ilmec, man. I passed out to their battle the other day and woke up and played the rest of it. Uh, that was a great battle. Like, yo, you and your man's going to be coming. <laughs> <laughs> My gravitational pull got the stadiums full. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> all right my proper suggestion is to watch the first ever nba in-season tournament oh so the nba is putting on a tournament in season to give players an incentive to not sit out games so oh. what players have been doing over the past couple of years they're doing this load management thing where they'll get paid millions and millions of dollars and then sit out like 10 to 15 games a year low management getting ready for the playoffs oh okay so the nba is like okay y'all want to sit out games how about we can put a tournament within the season to pay people more money to give them an incentive to not sit out games so it's like it's a tournament but it's still the regular games it's tournament are they are they playing with their same team same everything it's just like same everything but like just this this block of like two week games for some reason is like a tournament and they're like, you can win more extra money in force, which is trying to get players the incentives, you know, to not sit out games. And because fans are coming to see Kawhi Leonard play, and Kawhi is, is resting today. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like. So two things. One, one, have, how have those sport, how have those games actually been? Like, have you, I'm assuming you've been watching them? Yeah, they started last night. The game, okay. I mean, it's, it's, it's just NBA basketball games, but it, it, it feels like they're trying hard. Yeah. So it was like if, if 500k on the line, like each player get 500k, like. Oh, okay. Because part of me, the second part I was wondering was that for the players that do opt to sit out before this tournament was uh, put in there, is it usually like the big name players that don't want to risk any sort of injury before the playoffs? Okay. That's exactly so, what it is. I see. So this incentive, I can imagine it gets some people out, but a lot of them are like beyond 500k. Where it's like, yes. yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm playing for legacy now. This isn't about money. But I can like see Le- that being helpful for a lot of other people, though. Like LeBron's 38. He's not going to like drain himself in November. Yeah. You it's know, a but... cool idea, though. It's like it's cool for them to do that. I don't know what the major incentive is. Like if it's for like the fans, or if it's just like get more revenue up and get more people to come out to the playoff games because they'll think that more players are going to be involved, but. It's a cool idea. I part of me understands the idea of holding back because it's like it's pay versus legacy mm-hmm. sort of thing. So like, if you really want to like, I want to put all my energy into the playoffs where it's like you get the ring. I understand the logic behind sitting out. So I think that the NBA is also doing a thing where they are. I'm not sure. They, I think they might fine you if you sit out like a certain amount of games without being sense. injured. Yeah, I think. Like that, but I know the tournament is to is definitely put into place to stop this sitting out because pe- like I'm I could imagine being a young fan going to see the Lakers play and LeBron just not playing today, just second day off. Oh my goodness, that's like that's like you go to like the N one and like hot sauce isn't up there. It's like what the heck? Right. I drove Who's... all the way from Connecticut here. I'm in Harlem by myself. Where's hot sauce? Just to see ketchup? No, I want hot sauce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that that's my that's my suggestion. It's on today. The Sixers play at one today. Ooh. I can't wait. You know, what I mean, the so Sixers, uh, soon to be WrestleMania opponents uh, to the Big Show. Uh, they're gonna be up there. 
Uh, I'd love to see a dunk on a WrestleMania. That'd be nice. I'll, I'll tell you where I did see some dunks, though. Saw some dunkaroos. Uh, your boy went to the Renaissance Fair last Saturday. It was the last. It was one of the final activities of my phenomenal October. Uh, closed it out with a big bang. I haven't been to the Renaissance Fair since I was like probably like ten shots Miss Tinner. I think I went there on a field day sort of thing. Um, but this one was this first time as adult. It was I came with a dip. We came dressed. It was like we're going to Renaissance Fair. We're going to dress up. Um, and like uh, we had uh, other friends there as well that also dressed up. Uh, one of them had an actual tomahawk on them, which I was like, it's like crazy. a knife, like a yeah, t- like a tomahawk, like straight up, like it's like a real thing, and it's just kind of wild because like they won't allow you to bring water inside. <laughs> Tomahawks, though, if you dress up like a Viking, they'll let you bring the tomahawk in. So they they got kind of different priorities there, but I'm glad that they did because it was, man, this place was it was cool. It was like everyone was dressed up. It wasn't just like dress for the Middle Ages. Like you could be there in a banana suit. You could be there dressed as SpongeBob. You may look kind of ridiculous, but it's pretty much like an outlet where it's like, hey, it's October. Everyone's already has costumes, all that. This is going to be an outlet where you could really do whatever you want. And it's permitted. There's no uh, social guidelines that are going to suggest that uh, you shouldn't do the X, Y, and Z. I guess sans nudity. Like if you showed up with like just Winnie the Pooh with like your penis out and all that stuff, they probably would wouldn't be crazy about that. Maybe but, not. Yeah, um, that was my my costume idea number number two, but I opted not to. <laughs> um, yeah, and it, it everyone was just out there having a, a gay old time, man. It was, and something I want to tell the people. I didn't realize how erotic the Renaissance Fair can be. Like you got your dip next to you; she's looking bad as hell. You got people out there with cleavage all over the place. And I'm feeling wild. I'm, I'm looking over my dip being like pointing cleavage out to her. Like, yo, you like that? I saw a fine looking fellow. He had a very nice afro. I'm like, I looked over the dip. I was like, yo, I'm going to tell him he looks good. Guess what I did? I looked to my left like, yo, play. I like that. He hit me back with a nice smile. I was like, thank you. Nice little gratitude right there. I wonder, so did, he, did he know what you were talking about? I think he was just checking the vibes, man. I looked at him with a bright smile. I was like, yo, play. I like that. And like, that that is one of my favorite moves, just like looking over someone, even after like they have like a high, like a good set. It's like, yo, I like that. Just being very ambiguous about what you like, but just letting them know, like, yeah, there's something there that I like. I want to let you know that. It's a good move. He's like, he's like, oh, you like this? <laughs> he's like, was he talking about my sword? Was he talking about my hair? That's uh Producer Pat, uh, Kirk Fleur with everyone at the Renaissance Fair. A yeah. good amount. Yeah, man. I, I find like I, I, I've i disclosed this here before. Like if I'm like with, if I'm with the dip sort of thing like that, I'm comfortable like flirting with other people sort of thing in, in a very respectful way, obviously. But like, it's like, oh yeah, I'm including you in on this uh, and vice versa. I think that's like a, a, a fun thing. I, I'm I'm more flirtatious when I'm there with the dip versus not with the dip, if that makes any sense. Kirk's by himself. He's just like, hello, hello. He's with his girl. He's like, hey. (laughs) And that's extreme, but that is what I'm trying to convey. But that's a very extreme version of that. Um, (laughs) You? (laughs) It's fine. She's with me. (laughs) 
if if anywhere would have accepted those gestures it would have been the renaissance fair perhaps uh it's it was good though have you been to the renaissance fair no nah, i haven't i've rolled past it it's times. near you it's there. like in lancaster yeah i i never uh i never been to i don't have any interest in bro going back i think you i think you'd enjoy it no but you, sans that part i think you would enjoy it i truly <laughs> do think you would enjoy it i mean I, they do got turkey i like turkey yeah they have the turkey legs it's like a staple there i didn't get the turkey leg i was like i don't want to hold the turkey leg um that's the only reason i would go there is for turkey leg bro they have like so they have um a dungeon museum where it's like all just uh middle-aged torture devices that part was pretty cool to see uh they had a natural jester so it was like this guy who just uh did uh sexual poems like dirty poems which it was probably a very real thing back then so it was cool to see that um they had, I'm sure they had like a, they did, they had a tarot card reader slash psychic and all that. Um, so Jostin with the horses, bro, they had a lot of things. I and mean, just costume and people watching as a whole, I think you'd like it. That sounds, it sounds cool. I'm not against it. I'm saying, um, mm. but yeah, I, I've never, I've never been, I've never been, but I have, I have seen the costumes and the, and the turkey legs. So listen, I am aware. You're aware. Listen, man. You, if anyone listening, you want to like have an erotic day with like your partner, bring them to the Renaissance Fair. I'm telling you, it goes like it goes, uh, swingers convention, cruise ship, Renaissance Fair. It gets very erotic at the Renaissance Fair, but in an appropriate way, I'd say. Um, and you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna like yourself after that. That's the worst thing to say. You're gonna like yourself. Uh, you're gonna, you're gonna enjoy the day, I think. Let's travel back in time where people didn't shower. That's sexy. <laughs> Gotta love it though. Gotta love it though, man. Yo, I didn't even tell you, Kirk. I didn't even tell you. I got. I'm recording my album again. Oh yeah, where at? Or if you could, really, I don't know if you could say. I'm, this I'm about to tell you right now. I should have told oh. you at the beginning because well. people are gonna be watching it. But um, I'm recording it two or three times. Good. I made a mistake and recorded. I recorded one time. That's where I messed up. At. I ain't. Do, I ain't never doing it again. So, I'm doing two different shows, two different locations, two different days. Um, to record it and we're gonna get it out. So November seventeenth, November Friday, 17th. November seventeenth, City Winery in Philly. Oh I'm wow, nice. Going to be recording there. Um, with the good help of producer Pat. Yeah, I mean, hey. so we're going to record there. And then November twenty sixth. It's a big one. November 26th, we are at Phantom Power. What? Sunday, Sunday, November 26th, Phantom Power. Yeah. Very cool. And you're going to record it there. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, so 17th and 26th. I'm going to make note. Those are the days that, yeah, that's it right there. I feel good about it. It's like three, three, four weeks away. Good. If, and if, if all else, if those two things don't go well, I got a third spot the week after in in, in Jersey. So, but. Okay. That's, that's just, a, that's just a, like. If any, but like, yeah, I, I feel good about these two. You can mix and mash them too. You could use like parts of winery and then parts of POV. That'd be yeah. cool. Yes, I, I want, I want to, uh, it'll be dope to like get a really good album out of City Winery, right? Get that album and then like have, have a lot of fun and POV. And then like maybe if I need certain things, I know that I, I need. Yeah. Or, or I can use City Winery like just to get ready for POV and like, POV just be like here it is you know what I mean no nah, um, man I say do both I like that first approach more truthfully of like treat city winery like yo this is the main one 
and it's like whatever things you want to adjust obviously bring it to pov but like you have that as like all right these are the real ones i want to hit sort of thing like that so like you have it's essentially like two doing two back to back yeah yeah and you got producer pat he's gonna he's gonna hook you up with the audio and all that stuff so that's gonna be cool uh have you been to city winery before i've never been to the one in philly before i've been uh, in new york i've never been to one in philly they're good yeah i saw todd berry there in august it was fun yeah so i know they got two rooms i'm pretty sure it's gonna be the smaller room um, okay yeah but like i don't know i don't know i don't know but like yeah they, they get i get, get the time there's people if people there be rocking out you know what i mean so it's like yeah okay, but bro. i wanna uh yeah gotta make this happen though like i was I was in a, in a little rut for, for October, but like I said, November, they'll be back. I got like a lot of stuff popping off in November, so it's... Such a shame, man. The, the whole situation, how it affected your October. I'm sad to hear that. Uh, who are you telling? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's funny? I didn't realize it because I was like, it was like I had posted on Facebook like a week ago, a week and a half ago, and I, I vocalized like, yo, yo, my album didn't work. The, the, the audio ain't work out i'm stuck in a rut and once i started typing it and i said i was like yo i've been in a rut for the last three weeks i'm like dang i have been in a rut for the last few weeks like i haven't really thought about it until i started typing it and then once i once i wrote it and people knew people were like commenting trying to help me out and it made me feel better and i like kind of like was getting out of it i was like all right here we go let me yeah. people want to help me let me get back on my you know what i'm saying so yeah yeah, that's, that's uh, I'm, I'm picturing like inspirational Mary J. Blige playing with you, like playing music as you like start to get out of the rut a little bit. Um, so if you come out Don't to Mary J. Blige, no and... adoration, adoration <laughs> in this dancery, yeah, you can't, can't be sad with that going on. <laughs> yeah, man. So 17th, 26th, uh, everyone make note of that, it's gonna pop off. Um, is there anywhere you want to let people know you'll be beyond that? Uh, nope. No, no, not at all. No, I, I have, I got a lot of shows in, in November coming up in December, but the seven, November seventeenth, City Winery in Philly, November twenty sixth, Sunday, Phantom Power, Lancaster, PA. Okay. Cool. That's where the action is at. Action nice. is going to be had, and it, uh, it's good too. Though I got the, I got the thing from Soul Joel. The, uh, I, I have the video from the show we did, so like I can watch it. And I know, I know what jokes to do. I know what jokes not to do. Like I, I. I I'm kind of, I'm not going to say I'm happy that it happened that way, but like having that video of low audio is, it helps. I can look at it and, you know, make adjustments. So yeah, well, it's going to be clutch. Um, on my end, uh, I'm doing a, I just have it marked as Glenn Tickle Show, November 18th uh, in Aldine, New Jersey. I don't know the details yet, but if you're in Aldine, New Jersey, your boy will be in Aldine, New Jersey. Uh, Turkey Jam. Turkey Jam uh, in Steel Stacks, third annual Turkey Jam. Tyler Rothrock and I will be uh, hosting a variety show. And uh, that should be cool uh, on the 22nd of November. Uh, so if you're in Lehigh Valley, come out Steel Stacks for that. And uh, from the week of the 12th to the 18th, I'll be dog sitting. Shout out to Anna. I'll be dog sitting Anna's dogs. Um, so don't come out to that, but feel free to message me. Um, otherwise, well, man. You said 12th to the 18th, you are? Yeah, so by main note of like, I'm going to try to pop out perhaps on 17th just to see the winery. Um, but yeah, I'll be for a whole week, I'll be dog sitting in a, a neighboring town. So that's uh, that should be cool. Um, and I'll be in Denver all this week too. So it's like, it's a lot of moving around on my own. Um, so. You getting up in Denver? 
yeah so not on a show but like i found like the stage like a mic thing that i'm gonna yeah. be doing so i'm gonna try to do two we'll see it's for a work thing but i have this night to myself and i'll be flying in that day so it should be cool i'm gonna definitely gonna try to get up yeah, as, yeah long as, as long as you get up you know meet some people so next time you do come back up they can help you out yeah man um with that man thanks for listening um i'm i'm gonna go back to the barber and see if they could fix this up because i'm annoyed um but other than that man uh make sure to like share check out our stuff come out to alan's shows at the end of the month and uh make sure to wipe your glasses if they feel dirty yep put some contacts in i don't know Uh, what else to say (laughs) there's that thanks for listening Peace. Peace.